Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Good House 1968. This is Brother White speaking. What I do is read and interpret from the Tanakh. It's the Hebrew Bible. I'm going to open with a word of prayer and then I'll begin the program. We have a good program for you today. Good, I petition you that you open the eyes of the brothers and sisters where they're able to see what goes on in their surroundings, interpret it through a spiritual way, uh, using the scriptures, the Bible as their counsel. I pray that you give them the ability to understand the scriptures as they read them and to open their hearts and their minds where they're able to make the right decisions and right choices. I pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen. We're at Bred Bermidmar or Numbers chapter twenty one and it goes to say Then the king of Arad, Kenanai, who lived in the Nagav, heard that Israel was approaching by way of Atarim. So he attacked Israel, took some of them captive. Israel made a vow to good or Yadha Vavha. If you will hand this people over to me, I will completely destroy their cities. Yad HaVavha listened to what Israel said and handed over Kenanim, so they completely destroyed them and their cities and named the place Harma, complete destruction meaning. <clears throat> then they traveled from Mount Hor on the road to toward the Sea of Suf in order to go around the land of Edom. But the people's tempers grew short because of the detour. The people spoke against God and against Moshe. Why did you bring us out of Egypt? So they're coming back with the same old thing again of what that they were had is so good in Egypt when they were being tormented in Egypt. To die in the desert, there's no real food, there's no water, and we're sick of this miserable stuff we're eating. So they're complaining even though they had meat, and they're complaining again to the Creator. In response... Yad Havav Ha sent poisonous snakes among the people. They bit the people, of, and many of Israel's people died. The people came to Moshe and said, We sin by speaking against Yad Havav Ha and against you. Pray to Yad Havav Ha that he rid us of these snakes. Moshe prayed for the people, and Yadha Vavha answered Moshe, Make a poisonous snake, put it on a pole. 
When anyone who has bitten sees it, he will live. Moses made a bronze snake and put it on the pole. If a snake had bitten someone, then when he looked toward the bronze snake, he stayed alive. So this is good counteracting the poisons of the snakes that he sent to plague on Israel through Moses uh, with the bronze snake if they looked upon that they yet lived. The people of Israel traveled on and camped at Avad. From Avad they traveled and camped at Ayeha-Avarim in the desert fronting Moab on the east. From there they traveled and camped in Vadah-Zerat. From there they traveled and camped on the other side of Arnon in the desert. The river comes out of the territory of Emirai, for the Arnon is the boundary between Moab and the Emirai. This is why it says in the Book of Wars of Yad-Ha-Vav-Ha, Vahav at Safa, the Vadis of Arnon, and the slope of Vadis extending as far as the site of Ar, which lie next to the territory of Moab. From there they went to Beer, well, that is, the well about which yad ha ha said to Moshe, or some of the people, and I will give them water. Then Israel sang the song, Spring up, O well, sing to the well, sung by the princes, dug by the people's leaders, with the scepter, with their staffs. From the desert they went to Matanah, from Matanah to Nachalia, from Nachalia to Bamath, and from Bamath to the valley by the plain of Moab at the start of the Pigsgah range, where it overlooks the desert. Israel sent messengers to Sikon, king of Emirai, with this message, Let me pass through your land. We won't turn aside into fields or vineyards, and we won't drink any water from the wells. So they're coming with to the, this king with the same thing they did before. We will go along the king's highway until we have left your territory. But Sarkar would not allow Israel to pass his territory. Instead, Sarkar mustered all his people and went out into the desert field to fight Israel. On reaching Yaschek, he fought Israel. Israel defeated him by force of arms and took control of his land from the Arnon to the Yabak River, but only as far as the people of Armin, because the territory of the people of Armin was well defended. Israel took all these cities. Israel lived in all of the cities of Emirai and Heshbon and all the surrounding towns. Heshbon was the city of Sikkim, the king of Emirai, who had fought against the former king of Moab and conquered all his land up to the Arnon. This is why the storytellers say, Come to Hashbon, let it be rebuilt. Let Sikon city be restored. For fire burned out of Hashbon, a flame from the city of Sikon. It consumed out of Moab, the lords of Arnon high places. Woe to you, Moab, you are destroyed, people of Kamash. He let his sons be fugitives and his daughters captives of Sikon, king of Amorite. We shut them down, Hashbon is destroyed, all the way to Devon. 
We even laid waste to Nafak, which extends as far as Medvah. Thus Israel lived in the land of Emirai. Moshe sent men to Rekognata, Yasser. They captured its towns and drove out the Emirai who were there. Then they turned and went up along the road of Bashan and Og. The king of Bashan marched out against them, he with all his people, to fight Edri. yad said to Moshe, Don't be afraid of him, for I have handed him over to you with all his people in his land. You will treat him just as you did Shikon, king of Emirai, who lived at Hashbon. So they struck him down with his sons and all his peoples until there were no one left alive. And then they took control of his land. So we see here that those Israelites that were left were left alive to fight the wars, even though Good said that none of them would actually see the land flowing with milk and honey except their children. Those that were left alive fought with Moses. So we see this much. And it goes to say, Then the people of Israel traveled on and camped in the plains of Moab beyond the Jordan River, opposite Jericho. Now Balak, the son of Tezippor, saw all that Israel had done to Amorite. Moab was very afraid of the people because there were so many of them. Moab was overcome with dread because of the people of Israel. So Moab said to the leaders of Midian, This heart will lick up everything around us, and the wax on the wax way, excuse me, the way an ox licks up grass in the field. Balak the son of Zippor was king of Moab at that time. He sent messages to Balaam, the son of Bor, at Pitor, by the Euphrates River in his native land, to tell him, Listen, a people has come out of Egypt, spread all over the land, and settled down next to me. Therefore, please come and curse these people for me, because they are stronger than I am. Maybe I will be able to strike them down and drive them out of the land, for I know that whomever you bless is, in fact, Blessed, and whomever you curse is in fact cursed. The leaders of Moab and Midian left, taking with them the payment for divining, came to Balaam and Midian. Excuse me, came to Balaam and spoke to him the words of Balaam. He said to them, Stay here tonight, and I will bring you back whatever answer Yadhavav. Yad Ha tells me. So the princes of Moab stay with Balaam. God came to Balaam and said, Who are these men with you? Balaam said to God, Balak the son of Zippor, king of Moab, has sent me this message. The people who came out of Egypt have spread over the land. Now come and curse them for me. Maybe I will be able to fight against them and drive them out. God answered Balaam, You are not to go with them. You are not to curse the people because they are blessed. 
Balaam got up in the morning and said to the princes of Balak, Return to your own land, because Yad Havav Ha refused to give me permission to go with you. The princes of Moab got up, returned to Balak, and said, Balaam refuses to come with us. Balak again sent princes more of them and of the higher status than the first group. They went to Balaam and said to him, Here's what Balak, son of Tzippor, says. Please don't let anything keep you from coming to me. I will reward you very well, and whatever you say to me I will do. So please come and curse this people for me. Balaam answered the servants of Balak, Even if Balak were to give me his palace filled with silver and gold, I cannot go beyond the word of good, my God, to do anything great or small. Now please, you too, stay here tonight, so that I may find out what else yad will say to me. God came to Balaam during the night and said to him, If the men have come... To summon you, get up and go with them, but do only what I tell you. So Balaam got up in the morning, saddled his donkey, and went with the princes of Moab. But God's anger flared up because he went, and the anger of Yadhavavha stationed himself on the path to bar his way. He was riding on his donkey, and his two servants were with him. The donkey saw the angel of good standing on the road and draw a sword in his hand. So the donkey turned off the road into the field, and Balaam had to beat the donkey to get it back on the road. Then the angel of good stood on the road where it became narrow as it passed among the vineyards and had stone walls on both sides. The donkey saw the angel of yad ha ha and pushed up against the wall, crushing Balaam's foot against the wall. So he beat it again. The angel of good moved ahead and stood in a place so tight that there was no room to turn either right or left. Again the donkey saw the angel of good and lay down under Balaam, which made him so angry that he hit the donkey with his stick. But yad ha enabled the donkey to speak, and it said to Balaam, what have I done to you to make you beat me these three times? Balaam said to the donkey, It's because you've been making a fool of me. I wish I had a sword in my hand. I would kill you on the spot. The donkey said to Balaam, I'm your donkey, right? You've ridden me all your life, right? Have I ever treated you like this before? No, he admitted. Then Good opened Balaam's eyes so that he could see the angel of good standing in the way with his drawn sword in his hand, and he bowed his head and fell on his face. The angel of good said to him, why did you hit your donkey three times like that? I have come out here to bar your way because you are rushing to oppose me. The donkey saw me and turned aside three times, and indeed, if she hadn't turned away from me, I would have killed you by now and saved it alive. Balaam said to the angel of good, I have sinned, I didn't know that you were standing on the road to block me. Now, therefore, if what I am doing displeases you, I will go back. But the angel of good said to Balaam, Now go on with the men, but you are to say only what I tell you to say. So Balaam went along with the princes of Balak. 
When Balak heard that Balaam had come, he went out to meet him in the city of Moab at the Arnon border, in the farthest reaches of the territory. Balak said to Balaam, I sent more than once to summon you. Why didn't you come to me? Did you think I couldn't pay you enough? Balaam replied to Balak, Here I've come to you, but I have no power of my own to say anything. The word that God puts in my mouth is what I will say. Balaam went with Balak. When they arrived at Karyat Hazat, Balak sacrificed cattle and sheep, then sent to Balaam the princes with him. In the morning, Balak took Balaam and brought him up to the high places of Baal. From there he could see a portion of the people. So here we see God instructing this guy. Here we see uh, God instructing Balaam on what to on what to do and what to say, and uh, it's something that he's done many times. Is sent an angel to instruct us or to instruct the brothers of uh, and sisters of Israel on what methods to take in complex situations or situations that will cause a uh, harm to the people of Israel, to the servants of God. He sends his angel. And this is something we want to be remembered today because it says in the scriptures, you may be entertaining angels and you don't know it. So we want to remember that and always consult with God first on situations that become complex or things that we may not understand or we need counseling on. We want to pray over those things for Ruach HaKadosh, the Holy Spirit, to open a door for us to see and be able to make the right decisions. All right, that is uh, my reading for the day of the scriptures. And what we got out of this is that God would not let his people Israel be cursed or harmed uh, once it came to seeing the promised land as he was taking them through to it. Now we'll go through to the vocabulary, and my first word that I'm going to spell out, it means of place or latter part, and that's alef, het, resh, yud, tav. Our next word means bethinks, another to avoid naming. It's alef, het, resh. Our next word means descendants of Judah is our left hat, rash hat, lambed. Our next word means belonging to the realm royal. Our left hat, shin, tav, rash. And Yod would ending with a cross on the end of it. Our next word is make firm strong. Our left mem rash. 
Our next word to emit a moaning or creaking sound. Our last mem, mem. And our next word, gentleness, it means gentleness, our left mem. It was a T on the end of our of mem. Our next word, our left mem, is our left mem, mem. And it means shut or shut up. Those are my vocabulary words for today. And what we want you to remember is we live, we walk by faith and live by the Spirit. Meaning we let the Spirit, Ruach HaKadosh, direct our every moves and our every whim as far as it comes and can concerns to doing God's will. All right, that is it for the lessons for today, brothers and sisters. I'm going to say a prayer. Good, I petition you that you open the eyes of the brothers and sisters and be able to pierce and learn from these lessons to be able to do your will and to obey you and to serve you righteously and to honor your word and the spirit that they should live by. Ruach HaKadosh, I pray this in the name of your son, Yeshua. Amen. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.